Welcome to the Mind Gym. This is the Pain to Power podcast with Dr. Keith Abloh, where you become the strongest individual you can be. Let's talk a little bit about the truth. You know, they say the truth will set you free, but in this case, I mean you. You listening. Uh, The truth will set you free. And the truth about what? Well, the truth about yourself. Uh, Because there's a strange habit we have as human beings that we think that if we can present a shiny exterior without any imperfections, too many of us think, well, that's the best way for me to be accepted, embraced, loved, and to make a difference in the world. Uh, We're frightened of the foibles that might be part of our life stories, of the pain that might be part of our life stories. Remember, this is the Pain to Power podcast, so you know where I'm going. What you really need to know is that people don't connect so much, really, truly, because of the top three lines of their CVs or resumes. Uh, We don't tend to bond with one another for real based on all of the niceties that you might post on Facebook uh, or elsewhere. That's why Facebook friends aren't real friends. I mean, I you know, we like having them. We like collecting them. It's nice to know that there are other people out there who might share some ideas that you hold close to you uh, or that they applaud a picture that you took on vacation. But look, Facebook friends aren't real friends unless you were to pick one or two or three or five uh, and share the truth about yourself. I used to have a talk show, a syndicated national talk show called The Dr. Keith Adler Show. I know it sounds a little narcissistic, but they do that to you. Um, And hey, I had that narcissism streak anyhow. But uh, The Dr. Keith Adler Show, I used to open every single episode Before we started rolling tape with the guests, I'd have the studio audience, about 150 or 200 people, whatever it was, over at Rockefeller Center, and I'd open it up by saying, listen, if we went around the room and we were to share the top three accomplishments in our lives from our resumes, we'd leave the room strangers. We wouldn't feel very connected to one another. In fact, it might sort of uh, provoke some jealousies, a little envy, uh, maybe some doubt from people. Well, I don't know. Did this really happen in just the way that it's, you know, listed on the resume or presented here in the room? So everybody could do that. Everybody could go around the room, stand up and, and sing their own praises and present their shiny exteriors and be forgettable to one another. On the other hand, if everybody in the room, 150, 200 people in the studio audience, were to stand up and say, look, this is the one thing, or these are the two things that have troubled me in my life, that I continue to strive to understand and to uh, get past, that I'm really, I've been loath to share these things. Well, then 
you'd have 150 or 200 people who felt bonded together by the end of that experience. Now, here's the real magic. It wouldn't take, it wouldn't take, sorry, I got an instant message there, I guess, on my phone, and then my papers fell, oh my God. Anyhow, it wouldn't take uh, going around the room for all 150 or 200 people uh, to share their, well, troubles, weaknesses, the hurdles that they've encountered in life. It wouldn't take that. Uh, if only a handful of people were to stand up and do that, then everybody in the room, all 150 or 200 people, would be likely to leave the room feeling as though they had witnessed something that connected all of them to one another. How could that be? Why would it be that if just a handful of people took the step of coming forward with the truth about their lives, that that would affect everybody who heard it. Well, that's because, in fact, it isn't the pleasantries and the accolades and the big wins in life that bond us one to another. It is the times when we struggle. It's the truth, in other words. The most powerful aspects of Human life, endeavor, existence is when you have to reach deep down inside yourself to overcome something, and everybody understands that. You can fake success, kind of, dress up, look the part, say that you did these things, maybe take credit for something that you didn't do, and it'll pass a lot of sniff tests, but very few people fake pain. Very few people fake pain and get away with it. We have an internal barometer of what seems like real truth in that regard. And because everybody does suffer, all of us can connect with what it means to have to strive to get over something, to overcome an obstacle, uh, to deal with loss, uh, to grieve, uh, to face turmoil in your personal life or your business and have to reach deep down inside yourself, sometimes when you don't know if you have what it takes to reach deep down inside yourself in order to meet the next day, the next week, the next month, to meet the challenge. And so I want to share that with you today, this Pain to Power podcast today would urge you to say, don't be so reticent to share the things that are tough in your life or have been tough. You know, I always tell people, what's a good first date? What's a good thing to talk about? Talk about the toughest things you faced in your existence. Tell the other person really who you are. You'll know you're on very firm ground that way. If the two of you would exchange a couple of things from your lives that really challenged you and you didn't know if you'd make it through, or maybe you don't know if you will, in terms of making it through, succeeding, getting to the other side of the challenge. If you can describe your painful challenges, if you can bring to the table the things you've lived through that were tough, 
I'll tell you what people think. They think that you're bigger than those things. They interpret it, rightly so, as a kind of heroism that you're willing to share. Because we only run from the things that we see as bigger than we are. By the way, there's nothing bigger than we are. You, yourself, S-E-L-F, I always put the S-E-L-F in capital letters, you, yourself, are as big as any challenge imaginable because in every moment of challenge, you can decide, how am I going to react? I, just uh, like those iconic words, I am, that, well, God tells Moses that that's his name when Moses is at the burning bush and he says, all right, if I'm going to go to Egypt and talk to the Pharaoh and tell him that he has to free my people, who am I to say has sent me? What is your name? He says, my name is I am. So you can confront anything and in fact are stronger than any obstacle in your way always. But in order to be that, you have to be aligned with the truth. And very often, the truth isn't a uniformly happy story. It isn't a sitcom and it isn't a Hallmark show. It's about the stuff that's been tough. Guess what? Everyone has it. Why not share yours as a way of connecting in a deep, powerful way with other people? You know, I coached an entrepreneur once who felt that the best way that he could form partnerships, hear the truth about businesses he thought about entering, etc., was to list his bona fides. Basically to say, listen, uh, uh, here, I've done these five businesses, these ten businesses, this is how much money I've made, this is my jet. That wasn't the key to the realm. That wasn't the coin of the realm. People in that circumstance want to stay, if you're presenting to such a person, you want to stay on the side of treasure, richness, and that which glitters. And so people would do that. They'd present the shiniest, boldest, biggest plan for their businesses that they hoped he'd invest in. And it took a lot longer and the chances were less that he would get to the truth about the venture and the truth about the people running it. But when we worked together and I convinced him, listen, why don't you talk about the difficulties you've encountered? Why don't you talk about some of the trouble in your family of origin? Then, when he started doing that, he noticed something very different. People were loath to lie to him. They came forward with the truth about what they were up against in their businesses much more quickly. He didn't have to pry as much. And he became kind of like a, uh, an anointed person, if you will. People shared with him. Sometimes they'd call him up after the meetings and say, you know, you were so courageous to talk about how painful your divorce was, to talk about how difficult it was that your family didn't, didn't visit with you at certain points when you were going to school because they didn't have that connection with you, to talk about your learning disability. Wow, who thought? You, you're such a success that you'd have a learning disability, a challenge, learning difference. 
got to be so careful with what you say now. It's unbelievable, right? It's baloney is what it is. It's bullshit. Okay. But in any case, what he noticed was when he came closer to the truth about who he was, when he presented his pain, he became more powerful, not less powerful. And the same is true for you. If you can talk about your pain, you'll become more powerful not less powerful. You know, people have a sixth sense about whether they're hearing the truth. And very often, as I said, the truth is about pain. It's not about all the wonderful things because, you know, there are wonderful things in in life. Love, dogs, cats, whatever pet you like, kids, beautiful sunny days. But we're all going to face trouble. We're all going to have to deal with loss. We're all going to face challenges that seem insurmountable. We're all going to make decisions that we wish we hadn't. They're not our best selves. It's very difficult to get to the best of yourself at 20, 30, 40, 50. It becomes a, a journey to purify your intentions and act with intention. And not trip and fall. We all trip and fall. See, that's the common coin of the realm. Your pain, in this way, is your power. Share it. Share it and you'll bond with people in a very strong way. That's available to you at any time. And then people will share their pain with you. And so people would call my client and say... You know, you were so courageous. You talked in the meeting uh, about your learning trouble. uh, And, you know, I've never told anyone this about my own life. And then they'd open up. Opening up is an incredibly wonderful thing. It gives me the chills just thinking about it. Because when you do, you dispense with all the, ah, God, all the uh, camouflage. All of the niceties and, and... You can actually get down to the truth. And as I said, people have this sixth sense for the truth. When I was writing novels, it was great fun for me, and I really liked it when my editor would say, hey, you know, Frank Clevenger. Frank Clevenger was the main character. And sometimes my editor would say, I don't think Frank would do that. You know, Frank had come to a certain point in the storyline, and... uh, he made a choice or did something, and the editor would say, I don't, I don't think so. It doesn't seem consistent with who he is. And I liked that because I had created Clevenger as a character, Frank Clevenger, in denial and projection and compulsion. These novels were mysteries, but they were also about the unfolding of Frank Clevenger as a person and him becoming a stronger and stronger person. And so... The fact that the editor was saying, my sixth sense about this person you're creating and describing tells me it's not authentic that he would do that next. Well, every one of us has this internal barometer for the truth. And since the truth is often about the trouble spots, not just the fun times, people want to know your real story, not the sanitized version, not the Facebook version. Not all the photos you take and post, and I'm not saying you do, but lots of people do, uh, to show how happy and how perfect everything is. Nothing's perfect. 
And they do have a sixth sense, and we really honor the truth. What's some of the evidence, by the way? It's all around us. See, the power of a story, the power of a true story, is indomitable. It can't be defeated. It always comes to the fore. What's the truth? So, here's an example. Mark McGuire, you might remember, was a baseball player. He hit 70 home runs in one season. And when he hit the 70th home run, the ball he hit sold for $3 million. $3 million. Well, it's a baseball, by the way. It's leather and string and cork, if I have that right, and I'm not sure I do, but I think so. $3 million. Why? Well, it is the ball. It was the ball, the one, only that one that represented a new record for home runs in one season in baseball. And being proximal, close to a story that is real and powerful, people will pay for that. Yeah, it's, it's leather and, and it's string and it's cork, but it represents a story. It represents a moment. It's real. Now... When it was later revealed that Mark McGuire was on steroids when he hit that baseball, the price of the baseball plummeted. I think it was then said to be worth like half a million. It lost two and a half million dollars in value because the story wasn't true. Now, you don't want to be that baseball at three million bucks because you've got a lot of explaining to do. You have a debt of $2.5 million in storyline debt if you're the baseball Mark McGuire hit when he was using steroids to get stronger and was lying about it, apparently. At least that's what's said about Mark and that baseball. The truth is you'd rather be the hitter of the 70th home run in a season who eventually sits down with folks and says, listen, I got to tell you something. I was, I could have hit 60 home runs, I bet, or 50 in a season and been a real slugger still without the steroids. You know why I took the steroids? And I don't know Mark McGuire's story, but let's make one up. You know why I took it? I was afraid. Believe it or not, I was afraid not to be considered the record maker I needed the accolade so much that I was willing to cheat to get there. And you know where I think it came from? I think it came from seeing this in my life when I was a kid or that when I was a teenager. I lost sight of where I needed to go forward boldly toward the truth. I watched, I don't know, hey, I watched my uh, mother uh, cheating, I knew that she was cheating, or whatever it might be. Anything that it might be where, where the, a person loses regard for authenticity. If Mark McGuire were able to say, believe it or not, I felt like I had to get the record, so much so that I was willing to lie for it, and here's why. That makes him a hero again. Because God uses everybody. That's the point. At the point at which he could stand up and say, here's my reality. Here are the ways in which I've been in pain. The ways that I've struggled. 
I hit that ball and I knew it wasn't the real deal. I knew it. And somehow it would have come out. It would have tripped me up on the base path of life. Somehow. And so there was a reset. And yeah, it was revealed that I felt like I needed to be stronger than I even was. And listen, I was plenty strong without the steroids. Can you imagine that I felt I needed to be that much stronger? How about you, he might say? Are there ways in which you feel you've needed to fake things in life in order to feel invulnerable? Well, that makes him anointed. You can be that person. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. You you might already be giving it a shot because you're listening to the Pain to Power podcast. Uh, That, you know, that admission ticket must mean that you're interested in this topic. Otherwise, you would have run the other way or put on, you know, put earplugs in (laughs) because you wouldn't want to hear this. This is all about not running away anymore. It's about being willing to miss the 70 home runs in a season record because you realize, you know what, Uh, I'm not going to cheat to do it. And man, it hurts that uh, I wasn't, I don't know what it is for Mark McGuire. I wasn't picked for this, or I wasn't the favorite kid in my family, or my mom wasn't honest, or my dad wasn't honest, whatever it was. Getting to the truth about that, uncovering the truth about every element of your life story, going into the pain of every page so that you're not running from anything. That makes you the most powerful and relatable person you can possibly be. And you can do that. You think about your own story, and for starters, you might say, what are the three things in my life that I'm the least likely to share with people? What are those things? Why don't I believe I can share them? What if I did? How powerful would I become if I shared my pain at that level with people? You can look at these things across the spectrum. It's always the case, by the way. It's always the case that authentic stories are the one, the ones that move us. And unfortunately, we run from those things. Robert Frost said, something we were withholding made us weak until we found out that it was ourselves. Something we were withholding made us weak until we found out that it was ourselves. Or, so that was Robert Frost, and then a woman named Donna Markova said, scars are made of the strongest tissue in the body, even though they are the result of deep injury. It's true for you. It's true for all of us. And so I don't want you to have to run from anything. I want you to realize that pain really is your power. And when you reclaim the stuff you've buried, whether as individuals or as organizations, if you're doing it in your own life or the life of your business, doesn't matter. When you reclaim the truth then you get the very best best lessons for how to move forward. You get buried treasure. So all those things that we 
tend to cover up. When you go back and you get them, you dig up the pain and the trouble, you get power. The power to move people and the power to move forward yourself, especially purposefully and powerfully in life. Thanks for joining me on this uh, Pain to Power podcast, but also I just want to let you know that if you start listening to these podcasts, my goal is that you become increasingly able to resonate with the truth, not only about your own life, that's the most important, but about things around you in the world. And that's the goal. One person at a time, the goal of this podcast is to make sure that There are as many powerful people out there as possible because if you stop running from the truth about your existence, you'll stop running about the truth. You'll stop running from the truth all around you. You'll have that sixth sense even better developed to be able to identify, well, I don't know, that doesn't make sense to me. I think I should dig a little bit more deeply into this politically or this in my family or this in the organization that I very much want to succeed. And we'll figure it out. We'll dig, you'll say. Let's dig down and get to the stuff that's real and true, even if painful, because once we see it and aren't afraid of it and don't run from it, we'll triumph over it. Thanks for joining another edition of Pain to Power, the ultimate podcast. Why? Because we don't settle for these uncertain times, making us uncertain people. Pain to power is meant to make you stronger and stronger as an individual. You want to get even stronger? Visit www.pain-power.com. Pain2power.com, but it's the number two, not the letters. Uh, Don't forget the hyphens, pain-2-power.com. Or email me if you want to work with me directly as a life coach, one-to-one. We'll do it together. Email me at info at keithablo.com or call 978-462-1125. And the lovely Tiffany will book your appointment. Thanks so much. Talk to you again real soon.